This morning's meditation really came with a huge breakthrough. I didn't I wasn't sure when I was done if I wanted to name it breaking the mold or f- or fitting in the mold. I don't know. I was like I'll kind of go with it and see where I I kind of wind up. <laughs> <sighs> Man, dealing with people sometimes can be so draining, can't it? People trying to prove themselves right here and people trying to prove themselves right there and everybody's trying to prove themselves that they're right. So much energy is just wasted in trying to prove yourself right. I mean, really, who really knows you're right but you, right? Because the other person has a different perspective and a different assumption and a different point of view. So really, you only have your own truth. That's it. Zip it. Zero. Done. The only truth is what you have. Even if you share a truth with somebody, it's only a portion of the truth because it's your perspective and their perspective. So really, there is only one truth, and that is your truth. Which brings me to another interesting thing that came to my revelation this morning. Talking about gurus and spirituality and that kind of thing. What I don't understand, and what I'm trying to kind of understand, is the quote-unquote yogis, gurus, masters, whatever, all with a label, have, is knowledge above the people that are looking to seek out the people with the knowledge. And we have to call them yogis. We have to call them masters. We have to call them all these labels for them to be in our presence because they are so holy. Because they hold the knowledge. But one of the first things they teach you in spirituality is that we are to lose the ego. And really, if you lose the ego, then you lose the label. And if you lose the label, they're just people, right? So why do they still need to be called masters and gurus and yogis? So it's still asserting a dominance over you because they hold more knowledge than you. It's interesting. Just really makes you think a little bit about fitting into the mold with people. Because if you have a master or a guru or a yogi that you're following, they're going to want you to be like them. And you're going to want to be like them. But you're never going to really be like them. You're only going to be like you because you're an individual. But yet the masters and the yogis and everybody else really are trying to get you to be like them. 
And where they learned it from is from their yogi or their master or their upper line or whatever, which stems down from tradition to tradition to tradition, above and beyond, all space and time, to where everybody was wearing robes, you know? It doesn't mean that in, in 2020 that we need to follow a guru that's wearing a robe. Because that's what tradition says a guru or a master looks like. Or a guru or a master acts like. Because it's stemmed down tradition, 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 tradition. Because it's a belief. Well, maybe sometimes we need to challenge those beliefs with our own beliefs and our own truths. By saying, why can't a person with a higher amounts of knowledge share it with the world uninhibitedly? Who says that ancient secret knowledge has to be bottled up and kept from the world? And only the elite of the elite get to have the amount of this knowledge. Who says that? Hmm? Who has that right? That's where I think maybe breaking the mold sometimes is a good thing. Because then you can relate to more people if you're just yourself. And trying to dampen your personality just because you want to be looked up to because you follow a certain guru or mentor or master or whatever you want to call it, label, that you will be looked up to like the guru. That's all, that, to me, is really all it kind of comes down to. So you're going to follow the traditions and the behaviors and everything of your guru, and that way his guru did it to him and his did it to him. It's just another gosh darn belief. It's been handed down and handed down and handed down. I've always been kind of the person that always liked to buck the system. Why can't a person of higher knowledge just bring higher knowledge out? And not have to say $10 words to people to blow smoke up their ass. So you can look important and sound important. And you have to dress a certain way and have a zen-like appearance and a zen-like attitude to be able to be considered to be higher knowledge and worthy of any of that. I say nay nay. Why not? If that kind of knowledge was available, why, why can't a person just be who they are? If you bottle yourself up, and contain yourself to try to be like somebody else, you're never truly who you are, 100%. And that's what this whole thing is about, is being who you are. Why can't we have a, a person of knowledge or people of knowledge come out and just 
give knowledge to the world, real knowledge, the, the knowledge that people need to hear, the Paul Harvey version, the rest of the story, the backdrop, everything. And not have to wear a robe and, and sing kumbaya in a circle to be respected enough for people to listen. That's, that's kind of what really interests me. Is just individuality. Why are people so looked down upon if you don't fit in a certain cliche of tradition, but yet, yet you have the same core morals and values, but yet you're just wrapped up in a different package, but yet you're shunned because of that? I think there's a lot of beautiful people out there that have amazing abilities that are so scared to walk out and, and say, you know what, I have abilities. What can I, do that, what can I do with these to make these a contribution to the, the world? What can I do with these to make a contribution to the world? Who can I talk to? Who can I find that I can, I can understand these abilities? But I'm too scared to talk to anybody because I might be shunned. So then I keep them to myself. So I suppress them. So then I slowly hate people that have abilities. Oh, did I just touch on a subject that could be a block for somebody? Ouch. I think I did. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think this world needs a change. Huge, huge change. And not just a change in the government, a change in the whole world. Everywhere. Their thought patterns, their behaviors, their obsessions, their addictions. If there was a way to get that all done in one big swoop, would you be willing to do it? Or are you still comfortable in your day-to-day -day hustle and bustle and bank loans and credit card debts and mortgages and crime and everything else? I think there's a lot of people out there that are highly talented and highly skilled that are just so scared of coming out of the closet because of people looking down upon people sharing their gifts because of humility, being humble. Because as a, as a guru, as a master, you are humbled. So you do not talk about your gifts. You do, not, you do not pretty much speak until spoken to. That's how the world finds out slowly and it takes 30,000 years for certain information to get out. Because it's like riding a turtle. 
What if there's a new way to get information out? That didn't take 30,000 years to get out. But it would be breaking tradition. Darn it. I hate going against the rules sometimes. If you hear anything in the background, it's my dog snoring. So, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> okay, I think I'm done with this podcast. I just had an interesting train of thought with that whole guru and master thing. Because you want to talk about humility. Gurus and masters talk about humility but yet they still want to be called a guru and a master, which still has a label. So, I don't know. Think about that for a little bit, I guess. Sounds like double standard, I think. I could be wrong. <laughs>